So I'm telling you now that even though it's not a fully baked RSS, even though you can put an audio podcast right there, but maybe you shouldn't just yet because of that fully baked RSS, you should be getting in the plane in zone one with the players. This is the time. I'm giving you a first class pass, TSA pre-clear, whatever the hell you want to call it. This is the time to do it. Now, if you wait until it's fully baked, you are going to be going against the other 300 million people trying to get in where they fit in. Hey, and we're live. Sorry for being late, guys, because, well, we were having technical difficulties, but we'll blame that on this week's guest. We all know who he is. Uh, it's Doc Rock. Doc is back on the show. I think he's now maybe the most frequent guest on the show, but we're going to make this a tradition. Every time he's in town for Social Media Marketing World, which he was last week, we'll have him on the show, learn what he's learned about social media marketing and what he can share with us. But this week's episode, not only will be that, but we're going to talk about the future of podcasting. Funny, about a year ago, Doc was on the show, and that was exactly the title of the episode, is The Future of Podcasting. And now it's The Future Is Here Now, a year later. And we're going to talk about all the changes that are coming to podcasting. He's been huge into talking about how YouTube is going to enter the podcast game. And I've talked about it. And guess what? It's here. It's rolling out slowly, but it is here. And we're also going to learn about podcasting 2.0. This is something new that we're going to be talking about. Um, I'm not too familiar with it, but Doc is, and he can help us understand the future of podcasting with uh, podcasting 2.0. So let's get Doc on the show. Doc, what's up, dude? Oh, nope. Wrong button. Hold up. The joys of going live. By the way, if you're listening to this after the fact or watching, Subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can watch these live and watch all the mistakes I make even after three years of podcasting. So let's get Doc on the show. Here we go. What's up, dude? <laughs> oh, what it do, Beef Stew? It's it's cool. You know, it's funny. Uh, people don't don't quite quite get it no much. How many times we say this? Like it happens. It's not a big deal. Just run with it and do your show. It happens all the time. It's almost like in. Uh, in the sports ball, in football, if you make an interception, one of the most common things you hear announcers say is the quarterback should almost do a passing play the very next time he gets on the field. And if a receiver drops an amazing pass or causes that interception, you throw it right back to them because you want them to have a quick success right after and completely forget it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So please, people, don't be intimidated by by messing up. Everybody does. And we're gonna, that, My mom did it, and I was born. We're going to talk about why going live <laughs> with your podcast is such a good idea. And we're going to talk about how important video is. I mean, Ecamm did the whole leap into podcasting last year. The whole thing was about how important incorporating video is into your podcast. And that is the future, and it's here, because you're going to get left behind, I think, if you're not incorporating video. And I know that's tough to hear for a lot of people, especially if they've had a podcast for a long time and it's audio only and they haven't even thought about doing video or they have, but they don't want to because they're intimidated by it or they're afraid of the workflow. It's going to be too hard here. I'm just going to spoil for everybody right now. The easiest way to incorporate video into your podcast is to use Ecamm and that docs, the Ecamm community manager he can vouch that they do not pay me to say this <laughs> or anything. I pay full price for my Ecamm. It's fantastic. And going live will help reduce that workflow. Yes, you'll make mistakes, but you can still edit the audio version of your podcast on your RSS feed. 
and it'll make you more real to your audience that are that's tuning in live. You're going to build a rapport with them because they feel like they can interact with you. And that's the most important thing about going live. Everyone in the chat can ask questions during the recording and be a part of the podcast. Not too many pod- podcasts allow you to be part of it, but you can if you live stream. And it makes the workflow yes. just so easy to incorporate video. But uh, You build a community yeah. and you help people see that there's a possibility. And I think this is the, the thing that was really hard for people to get their head around. And it was actually hard for me too. So I'll go ahead and accept that nugget. Um, you, It's nice to see somebody that's only like 10 or 20% ahead of you for the simple reason that you feel like your ability to get to that point is obtainable. Right. right? Like if I'm watching someone who's at the top of their food chain – I get intimidated and soon I don't mean I don't get intimidated by anything, but I'm just saying the average person is like, I get intimidated and I assume that the steps to get there are, you know, 20 miles long. But if I see somebody that's only a few steps ahead of me and I'm learning as they're learning, I know that they're not going to one look at me like I'm silly if I ask a question because they literally just came from there like a month ago. And also I feel like I can catch up to them. And then maybe even provide insights on the way up. So I get to be more engaged and more part of the community. You see what I'm saying? So for everyone out there, think about what you love. Think about what you know. And start talking about that, especially if it's if it's really deep in you. It's something that you could talk about for a half an hour with no notes. Right? Like that's the thing that you should probably be uh, podcasting, in this case, video podcasting about. And you would be surprised at how quick you build a community. And it could be anything from your love for merino wool shirts to, you know, like old fashioned cars or like Katie and, and Natalie, their new podcast is so good. They're just covering all the old movies. Man, I'm watching old movies now because of Katie and Natalie trying to find stuff for them to talk about. <laughs> it's been, it's, it's, it's incredible. It it's is. really incredible. It is. And we're going to talk about why podcast, like incorporating video is important because YouTube's just entered the game. But another aspect of incorporating, incorporating video, which I'm ju- just this week finally taking advantage of, and I told Doc about this, it, it's difficult to promote your podcast, right? And the best way to do that is through social media, which I mean, love it or hate it. I hate it, but you got to kind of do it right to get the show out there to, to let people know that there's a new episode to highlight what you're doing. Before I was incorporating uh, audio with captions with images, and then maybe a little snippet of the video in the traditional horizontal form, but in like a weird crop, you know, 16 by nine vertical format. Anyway, it was okay. But the way people interact with social media now, that's just not going to work. It's not going to be captivating and it's not going to draw them into your show. You need to be using shorts and reels. Yes. And the best way to do that is with video. And now with Ecamm, this is huge. What you guys have done is with the isolated audio tracks, which you've always had, but now isolated video tracks. So this is going out live, just how you're seeing it. But on the back end of Ecamm, it's recording Doc's full version, like full horizontal video separately and mine. And now I can crop those any way I want. I can cut between them any way I want. And it makes it, it was intimidating at first, but it is actually super easy to make little reels with video, throw some captions on it and highlight your podcast that way. Not only are you getting your video out there on YouTube, but you're getting these video shorts on YouTube, on TikTok on Instagram, and it's just going to take your podcast to the next level and build that engagement and that community. 
just another reason to incorporate video. So important. So true. So true. And also, um, maybe when you're in post, you can make my head less large. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nah, I'm just kidding. I can't do that. Uh, th <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> so, um, you know, what you said something really, really key. And this is what I've been harping on for the last a little bit, a little bit over two years. I'm going to say probably close to about 30 months is uh, when YouTube finally presses that button, it's going to be a game changer. And it's coming. Like, I think still people are still like, well, it's not fully baked. I'm like, I don't know if you know anything about tech. Um, and it's not that because it's a technical thing. This is just the way of the world, right? In tech, who the advantage goes to whoever moves the fastest. You don't have to be the best always. A lot of times you have to move the fastest. If everyone is sitting around waiting for a proper RSS feed, uh, uh, you know, real simple syndications, the way podcasts used to be done, everyone's sitting around waiting for that to happen. I'm not going to mention any names rhymes with uh, bomb thuck. <laughs> <laughs> By the time that actually gets implemented, now you're approaching the gate when zone three is loading, right? I'm telling everybody jump in now. I'm giving you that first class, business class, Delta Sky Miles, Hawaii, you know, Pualani Club. I'm giving you that access to get in, sit down, have the overhead all to yourself, put the suitcase in, get all comfy, go to the bathroom before anybody comes to the plane. Like I'm always one of the first 20 people in the plane, right? And when you do that, you don't have struggles. If you're loading in zone three or four, you're looking for a place to put your bag. The other person got way more than two. They said you're only supposed to have two, but you know who can bring more than two? The first class and the business people. Right. They they kind of let them slide because, you know, car blanche. Yep. Right. As they used to say in MasterCard. So I'm telling you now that even though it's not a fully baked RSS, even though you can put an audio podcast straight there, but maybe you shouldn't just yet because of that fully baked RSS, you should be getting in the plane in zone one with the players. This is the time. I'm giving you a first class pass, TSA pre-clear, whatever the hell you want to call it. This is the time to do it. Now, if you wait until it's fully baked, you are going to be going against the other 300 million people trying to get in where they fit in. Doc's been talking about this for years now that YouTube is going to be mm -hmm. getting in the game. He, I mean, I think if I go back for my text messages, there's there's links to Verge articles from years ago where Doc's like, see, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It was one and of Jared the main- was like, no, you high. Yeah, it was one of the main reasons. I was like, all right, I should start incorporating video because YouTube, as you mentioned in your live stream on this past Saturday, which if you want to learn the entire details about YouTube podcasting, Go watch that stream, rewatch it. It's linked in the description of the show notes right now. So after you're done watching this, go check that out because Doc goes over everything. But you mentioned that YouTube has always been the largest podcast player, always. Mm -hmm. Larger than Spotify, larger than Apple Podcasts because it's always been there. It's It's been there a lot longer than either of those have. And since podcasting started, people were putting them on YouTube and going to YouTube to find them. It's just now where how how easy video has become to produce that it is finally rolling out as a mainstream option to listen and watch podcasts. And one of my favorite features about this 
is if you're watching a podcast while you're working on your computer in the morning, or guys, guess what? Every TV has a podcast player built in now. It's called YouTube. No other pot, right? No other application is on every single TV except YouTube. So you can watch it while you're doing your chores. But if you were to head out, now you just pull up Apple Music on your phone, or I keep saying Apple, YouTube, YouTube music, music on I your guess. phone, and you can pick up where you left off from watching it. They will work hand in hand. At, it's great. It's going to be huge. That's the for number podcasters. one reason why I have always used it because it was the best place to pick up. Like, listen, people, let's explain something to you. Yesterday, I was on uh, MacBreak Weekly again as part of the Twit Network. We have been putting that pod on YouTube for 18 years. Our Twit podcasts are almost old enough to drink. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know, like a lot of people get, like you said, like it's always been there and I think it's been the underrated sleeper. And because that's a longer show, some of the other tech shows that I listen to, because they're longer shows, I've always consumed them on the YouTube version because they were the best at keeping their place. You know, it, it really is what it is. And a lot of people keep sleeping on that. But I mean, seriously, fam, if YouTube shorts is getting over 50 billion views a day. Let's run that back again for the folks in the back. YouTube shorts are getting over 50 billion views a day. And yes, shorts is what we would call the lost leader. When you walk into your store tonight, whatever's in that first section, those first three or four in caps on the way in, they're probably lost leaders. The store is losing money on that sale, but that sale is there to get your attention, right? Um, you know, pretty soon the, the, the chocolate bunnies and the, the little grass and the, what you call it, uh, baskets and stuff would be all up in the front of your favorite Walmart, right? Those are lost leaders. Those are not necessarily high profit items, but they're put there to drag you in. Shorts is being put to drag people into the platform. After you're watching shorts, you might see, hey, here's a podcast about growing garlic in a bucket. I've been thinking about growing my own garlic because it save a lot of money on groceries. Garlic in the store is expensive. Let's get it real. If you live in San Diego, right, you could grow garlic in a bucket right outside your door and probably save a grip on garlic, right? So the person who's doing that, um, I just showed the mother-in-law this dude growing ginger in, in buckets. And because of, you know, we, we're, we have a, a large Asian diet, She's Okinawan. She started growing ginger in the bucket. Yo, she pulled them joints out the other day and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe this works. We don't have to buy ginger again. Ginger's starting to get expensive, which is stupid because it's really easy to grow, right? So like you would never believe the type of stuff you accidentally bump into when you're looking for something else. I'm going to Target to get socks and drawers and I see something new in the lost leader category and now I'm a fan, right? I don't know if you tried it. Target has an elote corn snack in the trail mix section. Fam, dive in. Oh my God, it's crazy. But that was a total accident. I wasn't looking for that. I was going to get, you know, a case of lacrosse and then I bumped into that. I bought it. Now it's my favorite thing. I'm carrying it on a plane on my next trip to NAB. So this is why you want your podcast on YouTube. And this is why YouTube has always been there. If 50 billion people a day are coming to watch something, that is the best way to find your podcast. 
Apple has 20 some odd million. Spotify has, let's call it 200 million. I don't know how your math is. 200 million is this compared to 50 billion. Right. Yeah, I'm just saying it's, it's just, it's bananas. And how many people are like, nah, man, nobody listening to the, you don't listen to YouTube on podcasts. Your thinking is not the answer. And YouTube is going to help you reach your audience, even if they don't know that they're your audience yet, because YouTube knows what people are interested in, interested in with their likes and what they're streaming and what they're watching. Their algorithm is the best. I'm sorry, but when I'm listening to a podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I, I don't really get recommended a podcast. Not once. Right? <laughs> Unless it's a trending podcast. And do you know what those trending podcasts are? It's all pay to play. It is all paid to play. They're paying to be there. But on YouTube, it's through the algorithm and through content that you watch. It's going to suggest other content. So it's already going to be advertising your show to your audience for you, even if your audience doesn't know that they're your audience yet. So huge. It's going to be huge for growing your podcast. The lost leader analogy, as Raphael brought out in the chat, is huge. Fantastic. And if you are watching live, go ahead and drop any questions you have regarding video podcasting. I see one from Julie. We're going to incorporate that here in a minute. But I want to ask you, Doc, um, let's go through the basics. How do we get our podcast on YouTube? If anybody's listening or watching this and they're like, okay, I don't really do anything on YouTube, how? but I want to get my podcast on there. How do I do that? Well, one, you got to incorporate, go you got to start doing video. But after that, yes, you got to do video. <laughs> yes. And, and okay, do not listen, people. Please do not do the lazy move. And like, I'm just going to put my audio podcast on YouTube. You can absolutely do that. I'm going to I'm going to beg you with the power of Grayskull. Don't do that. Right. The reason for that is when I'm engaging this on a 70 and Sony, like just seeing your face like this for an hour it just doesn't do anything, even if I'm not really watching it, right? A lot of times I am absorbing a podcast, like you said, doing chores, right? Like Honey Dude on Gave Me Something to Do. And I just, hey, I, I go, I find one of you guys, you know, I mean, I tell you what, I'm kind of bummed they're not doing it. I would love, I loved having Tom and Heather in my ear while I was doing stuff in the house, right, with the couples table, because it was always very interesting and great conversations, right? But I'll play an enthusiasm podcast or, you know, a high podcast or I listen to Think Podcast, Pat, Pat Flynn, I have these things running, I'm doing stuff in the house, right? So when they say something dope, you turn your head and you look at the screen. And if the screen is just a picture of you like this, it doesn't really work. So if nothing else, I don't want to be on YouTube. I have a face that looks like Raphael. I need to just, you know, do something cool. Go and get yourself a art list, my number one, or something similar, story blocks, whatever, and put your podcast in your editor, slap a bunch of B-roll video that just makes it better than nothing. It could literally be Mount Fuji, like on the screen behind me for the people that are listening at home, I have Mount Fuji on the TV behind me. It could literally be that. That is better than just you in your mug like this doing nothing, okay? So don't be lazy and just put the audio there. Um, you can easily convert an MP3 or a WAV file into an M4V. It's very simple. The video is just going to be black. Grab some B-roll, slap it, put it there, call it a day, okay? Now, Go into your studio on YouTube studio. You click on your icon, you scroll down and to say, go to YouTube studio. When you get to YouTube studio, click on the content tab. The very last thing in the content tab will say 
podcast. It's there for just about everybody. If you don't have it, you're probably not in the U.S. or you, uh, the EU, but it's coming. Like everybody's going to get it. So just keep checking it. Check it like every day until you get it. All you have to do is set up a playlist with your show. And you probably already have one. If you haven't, you haven't been listening to me teach you how to run YouTube, but you should already have a playlist for your show. Anywho, so all you got to do is when you see your playlist, if it's not there, YouTube will have already picked it for you. Trust me. If if you have a playlist of your show, and they did that for me. Turn into a podcast. They did that for me. Automatically, right? Yeah. Right. So if you don't see that, take your playlist and click on the little uh, mochi menu. You guys say hamburger menu. It looks like mochi. If you've ever been to Japan, it comes three mochis on the stick. Uh, you just click on it and say set as podcast and add a square image and a description. And you're square. And you're good. It's just like any other podcast player. So like Doc said, it's going to yep. ask for a thumbnail. It needs to be a square, not a 16 by nine. It Most. needs to be the yep. standard square format. Um, put in your description. You don't need to call it, you know, the flow, like for instance, the Ecamm podcast, the flow podcast, right? Because it's not called no. the flow podcast. It's called the flow. So you would just put the right. name, the flow in there. You don't need to put podcast. I do for mine because that's the name of the show, the hive podcast. It's in the title. Right. So you would incorporate it and you would put your description. You, you in there. and I have a very similar issue. Yeah. There's like 17 flows. There's like <laughs> 17, the highs. Right. but we got the best too. So never mind the rest of them. Here's a great question. Um, we're going to kind of go out of order on some of these questions because this is a good one because we're talking about it right now. It's from Raphael. And Raphael asks, uh, same as shorts, new channel for podcasts are all in on one. I'm going to, okay. I'll let Doc explain why because I think we have the same viewpoint all on one. Yes. Unless it's already yes. on a separate channel, leave it as is. But if you're starting a leave new podcast, you need to put it on the same channel because like Doc mentioned, a podcast is a playlist. And your current audience is probably going to want to know that you have a podcast. So why start from scratch? Correct. Here's here's even better than that. Here's why. When I need sweats, I go to the Adidas store. When I need shoes, I go to the Adidas store. I'll let you in on a little secret. When I need drawers, I go to the Adidas store. Right? Like, I am Adidas head to toe. I don't want to go to the Adidas shoe store and the Adidas draw store and the Adidas sweat store and the Adidas jacket store. And oh yeah, not to mention the chinclata. Even my chinclatas are Adidas. Okay, I got one pair of Birkenstocks. Yo, yay California. But you, you're not going to, you go to one store. You're developing a brand. The brand is Jared Spink. The high podcast might turn into a brand new love. You know, you might get into um, fishing. You live in, in, in the, by the bay, right? You might get into fishing. So if you decide to switch, we're here because of you. I love your topic. We're both creators. We're both video producers. Uh, we're both into a lot of the same things. But at this point, you're family. I don't care what you change your channel to. I will still watch it, right? So I'm here for you. People are starting to fall in love with you, right? When your favorite athlete turns into a commentator you still start watching the shows that they commentate on people your your personal brand the brand around you is better than the name of your show with like seven words first of all your show should never be more than three words anyway but but we won't get into that marketing 101 action i would go to the rafael ludwig channel because rafi's my dude 
we disagree on about 80% of the stuff, but we're still, <laughs> we're still, we're still friends. It's canon. What do you want? <laughs> you know, but that's, that's my G, right? So I'm coming for Raf. I don't care about, you know, some whole special other channel. I'm looking for him. And you want people to look for you by your name. And I know there's some fears about that. Guess what? Duck Rock is not my real name, people. <laughs> so if you got a fears about that, then Robbie could change his channel to Not Ninja Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like whatever, man. Come on, let's go. And I think Raphael has currently, right, two separate channels talking about different topics, but they kind of go hand in hand too. So I wouldn't segment stuff anymore. I would keep everything on one channel and develop it into playlists and develop that brand like it's Raphael's brand and he talks about different stuff on his channel and there's a playlist for each topic that he talks about. I think that's what you do. And that's what the podcast playlist is for, right? So you can have a podcast without right. having to manage a separate channel. You can upload it and the playlist is a podcast and it will automatically show up on YouTube music on their app, which is fantastic. So we've kind of talked about how to get it on there. You got to start incorporating video. You got to like have a YouTube account, YouTube studio. Do we know if they're going to start incorporating an RSS feed? For instance, right? I didn't start incorporating video until episode 30 something, right? So there's a little over 30 episodes in the back catalog that were not video. Are those ever going to be able to show up on YouTube music? Do we know that the answer to that yet? I, not yet, but I'm assuming they'll eventually cave in. I think they're not focused on it now because, uh, listen, this is what everybody doesn't understand. And I, I'm sorry, I'm going to uh, I'm going to scrape some gonads right here. I know what you feel, but feelings ain't facts. Let's see. Now, Jared, you and I work at YouTube all of a sudden. Are we going to guess that people want RSS feed? Or are we going to research? Are we going to look at the pattern of what people are watching, doing, and how they behave, even against what they say? People say all kind of craziness. What they actually do is different. YouTube is owned by Alphabet, professional data collectors, okay? So they've done the research and realized that the general population doesn't even subscribe to a podcast. The general population listens, moves, listens, moves, listen, moves. So now how do I work it? So they listen longer and move less release one of the barriers. And one of the barriers is going into your podcast app and knowing where to hit the subscribe button. If you were to ask the, the parental units, how do you subscribe to a podcast? Could they answer that question? And I, my parental units, nope, they're Esau. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know what I mean? My mom would be like, Morago? <laughs> you know what I mean? She'll start asking me crazy stuff in Korea, like, podcast? Podcast? Lucio. Like, all of us, what the heck is that, you know? And so, but she might be listening to it all the time because it's her favorite, you know, stories from Korea, but she just knows where the button exists, right? The mother-in-law watches this lady named Kimono Mom. She loves Kimono Mom. She watches all of her videos. YouTube feeds her all of her videos. I swear to you, Shorts, Grits, Groceries, I asked her in December. I'm like, did you see the live stream where Moy announced her new you know, soy sauce? And 
um, Baba, that's what I call my mother-in-law, Baba. It's Japanese short for Obachan. She's like, no, what are you talking about? I was like, are you not subscribed to, to Moisan? And she's like, subscribe with Nundesko. Like, she don't know what subscribe is. The algorithm automatically shows her Moi because she's watched every second. So she, because she's not subscribed, she didn't get a notification on her phone that her favorite person was launching a new thing. So when I went back and showed her the live stream, she go, oh, she's um, live. I forgot the word she used. It's funny. It's not live stream. But she's, um, you live like you do all the time. She, I go, yeah, she's exactly doing what I do. And she's like, oh, so can I chat to her? And I'm like, uh, no, sorry, Bob's the live stream is over. And then she was kind of sad. She's like, oh, I wanted to tell her, you know, aloha and thank you and then buy her sauce. I mean, we could still buy her sauce, but she was really bummed because she didn't know about subscribing. So they're not going to start with barriers to their users just to make you feel good, Tom, about having an RSS feed. <laughs> he, he's going to hate me, but he knows my little brother. I love him to death. <laughs> they don't care about your feelings. They just don't. So when the, the marketing research team has enough data to support that now RSS feeders make or break for our users, not for our podcasters, they'll put it. Right. When the advertisers say, I need the RSS feed because I need a better way to track my ad placements, they'll put it. But as we know, the RSS feed itself has not been redeveloped in the 25 years it's been out. So it's lacking some things that match modern behavior. So it's not important right now. It probably will become important at some point. It may never be. And I hate this answer. It may never become important, but none of your damn business. So you brought <laughs> you know out. We, go ahead. Period. Sorry. Yeah. No, you brought out so many good points and all that. Right. First off, your mom not being subscribed to this channel that she likes and watches all the time. Guys, that's the power of YouTube. It's going to get your your videos in front of the audience, even if they don't know that they're actually your audience yet. So. There we go. She's always recommended the videos because based on her watch history, this is what she's going to like and want to watch. YouTube is going to advertise your podcast for you to the right people. You're not going to have to go broad. You're going to be able to go direct to the people that are going to want to listen to your show. What was the other point I was going to make? I can't remember. Oh, there's some tech. Uh, <laughs> there's some technical difficulties too with incorporating an RSS feed, right? Because if you incorporate an RSS feed, all my video Shows are already showing up there, but if they incorporate the RSS feed, not only does my RSS feed have all the shows that weren't video, but it also has all the shows that were video that were, you know, not reused as an audio only version. So you might have some duplications there and they're going to have to figure that out because the titles of my video versions aren't the same exact titles as the audio versions that are on my RSS feed. So there's some technical difficulties they're going to have to work out there. But another advantage of going to YouTube, what's the... Well, the two main things, right? And we've already covered one. Two main yes. questions that YouTubers always have. How do I grow my podcast? Well, incorporate video and be on YouTube. YouTube's going to help you do that without you even asking. The second question, how do I make money doing a podcast? Because that's that's the biggest myth. Everybody thinks they're going to start a podcast and make, and make money. Guys, if you're in it for the money, you're going to be sadly disappointed. But YouTube does provide, it is the best platform for incorporating tools for creators to make money with their content, right? You should be able to be compensated for what you're doing and the effort you're putting forth. And YouTube recognizes that and they're the best for that. They have said that they will 
uh, incorporate monetization tools for podcasters, correct? Correct. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Automatic. Automatic. Because if you're in a partner program, you're already good. You're already in there like swimwear, as we say. Um, so let, let me just, let me drop a little science on you real yeah. quick. Which is important um, why you need to start incorporating video because it takes time to hit that partner program uh, minimum. You got to have a certain amount of, of subscribers and watch time. And there you go. Right? Watch Hold time. that thought. You need a lot of watch time. I have uh, 108 episodes of some dude named Jared. And then I listen to the Pat Flynn episode. Be like, damn, this is good. Then the algo shows me the Sean Cannell episode. Damn, this is fantastic. And then the algo shows you the Diana episode. Oh, my God. I can't believe this is so dope. Then the algorithm shows you the Docker episode. What the f is this? And you click off after two minutes. <laughs> and you click off, right? But you just got one, two, three hours of watch time plus from each of those shows, right? If they double dip on Diana, man, you got four hours of watch time. You produce a 10-minute video, Rafi, about, damn it, I'm switching to Resolve. How many? How much time does it take to get that same amount of watch time? How many people got to see the video to get that same amount of watch time? If your watch time is your problem, your podcast most definitely should be on YouTube, especially if you have a podcast that will hold somebody that long and make them see want to see more than one. Right. I'm just saying that's the drip. Now to my piece of knowledge that I'm gonna hit folks with 2002, the global smart TV market size was valued at 197.82 billion. Smart TVs cost around 300, 400 bucks on average. I don't know how your math works. That's a lot of freaking TVs. <laughs> okay. So, Every single one of those televisions is a YouTube player because the one default app on every smart TV I have ever seen is YouTube. And that's the reason why YouTube has always been the pre-annual, annual, pre-annual um, number one podcast player is because of the amount of units out there. So, Worldwide shipments of TVs in 2022 sat around 230 million units. So let's run that back to five years. That's about how long before they break, right? They don't, they don't live like old TVs. So we go 2022 and then we peel it back and let's take it to 2017. In 2017, it was like 210 million units right of smart tvs so if you adding an average let's just even this out say there's an average of 215 uh, million tvs per year from 2017 forward in circulation there is well over a billion smart tvs that's a lot you know what i'm saying in constant circulation every single one of them has a youtube button every single one so I don't know about y'all, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Y'all can keep doubting the facts because you got feelings. I, I'm, business ain't feelings. And people get mad. Oh, but you have to build an emotional contact with your clients. Yeah, cool. Oh. Knock yourself out. That was the but other point I, I wanted to make. Mark. That was the other point I wanted to make. Mark. You got to get out of your own right? head. 
and be where the viewers are. Stop worrying Thank about you. what your feelings are and what, you know, your show's about. I mean, it is your show, but at the same time, wh- why did you start a podcast and why did you put it out at the places it's it's at? Because you want listeners and you want more people to listen to what you're doing. They put it on Correct. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just say it. All right. It's easy. The math is easy. Great question from Julie. <laughs> Let's get into this before we have you briefly tell us what podcasting 2.0 is. Um, but okay. I mean, podcasting 2.0 can take a backseat because YouTube is far more important than podcasting 2.0 in my opinion. <laughs> but Julie asked, this is a great question. This is probably the best question for this episode is why do you think podcasters are resistant to YouTube? And I'm going to put in YouTube and, or, and video and are so caught up in the RSS feed. And there are so many reasons I think this is the case. Insecurities, probably probably being number one, I think. Insecurities by the people doing the show. You got to get out of your own head, right? Um, what, why else, Doc? I think the part of it is insecurities. Part of it is the idea that video is so much harder. And reality is it's not. Okay, it so is let's at do first. something real It is quick. at first. But guess what, guys? It gets easier yeah, over time. It's, it's not. It's not for us because we started. <laughs> um, here's what's funny: if you look at what everybody uses as the free audio editors, right? You got Reaper and Audacity. Audacity is much bigger than Reaper, but those are the free audio editors. They're both good, you know, whatever. But that's just the two that are out there. Um, if you go, and there, I wouldn't put them in the top three of anybody's list when it comes to audio editors, right? You're gonna have Ableton. Logic, Audition, you know, a couple of other things out there, Studio One, they all rank higher than any of the free stuff, right? So there's that. When we get to video, one of the top three editors is free, <laughs> right? So like jumping on the Resolve train and editing your podcast don't cost you a dang thing. Now, trust me, I'm going to tell you to do Final Cut because it is what it is. I think, Jared, you're a hardcore premiere, right? Oh, no. Final Cut, man. Oh, Final you're Cut for, you're for Final Life. Cut too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Final Cut for Life. Me too. I don't know why people be lunching. <laughs> but, you know, Final Cut is not even that expensive. But So just one of it, maybe the daunting task of, like, learning this editor type thing, whatever, is what it is. But I agree with you. I think it's mostly this fear of the video process. What I have found in editing video versus editing audio having just a visual there being able to see our faces i know when to cut if i see me looking down for a long time as i'm scrubbing that means that you're talking so i can cut to that final cut premiere uh resolve they all do multi-camera edits so nine times out of ten my cut is literally pressing one two three for whichever angle that i want right and then slap some views it's, it's way easier it's actually easier to edit the video because you can see you're not just mesmerized by waveforms so people i wish they would get that stop now to julie's point about the rss i think it's part of it and here's why they're hung up on the rss because they've been told that the rss feed can get you the the right data and analytics that you can give to your advertisers that you can finally and everybody wants to get paid for their podcast and that's the, the amount of that's people, the worst strategy but, right there and me and, you've, me and you've talked about that because it is so difficult to track your stats with an rss feed because every platform yep. reports differently they don't necessarily report back to where you're actually hosting it is a bad idea and you know yeah 
last week, Josh Satin was on the show and he started a podcast, the 16 Stops podcast. They are only on YouTube, which makes it way easier to know your stats of your show. There's only one place to get it, YouTube. Yeah, well, okay. So I would say that the amount of people that get paid for their podcast is less than the 384 people a year that get drafted in the NFL. 100%. Like, so out of the out of the two, you know, like million podcasts that got started in the last two years, maybe a couple hundred of them are getting paid. So, yeah, that's not important. Get that part out of your head. And nowadays, because you can legit record it with an iPhone, yo, a Camo 2.0 just dropped today, right? Maybe yesterday. Um it's gorgeous and you could do crazy things with it. Even if you just have a crappy webcam, Camo 2.0 can make your webcam look good. You now have, you know, what we would use as camera controls for your camera, including continuity camera. So now video is not hard anymore. Your phone can do great video. Uh, your audio is always important anyway. So just get a good mic, throw your iPhone up on some books or, you know, buy yourself a small iPhone tripod for 40 bucks, knock yourself out. And here's the thing, guys. Uh, your video will get better over time. If you're intimidated yep. by editing, use Ecamm and just record into Ecamm. You don't have to go live. You can just record into Ecamm. You can set up your scenes. There's plenty of tutorials out there on how to use Ecamm, or you can go live and build an audience like that. So they're, they're a part of the show. And here's the thing about video podcasts. Ain't no one sitting down at their couch or their computer and staring at you for at 45 minutes and watching you. Why do they watch a video podcast then? Because they like to have it in the background to feel like they're not alone, to feel like they're watching the show and watching something unfold in front of them. And it's easier to be engaged in the show, but they ain't watching it the whole time. Like when Doc's live streaming and the flow's live streaming, I have it on my phone. I can look down occasionally at it, but guess what? I'm driving. It's playing through the car. It, I'm listening yeah. to it. And well, occasionally got a big, big screen TV. Well, in the I, I can't, I can't watch TV <laughs> while I'm driving, but people just like to have it in the background. It's just another form of listening. And this is why Raphael makes such a good point. Everyone that has an audio podcast and is afraid to start video guys, the most important part of video is audio. You already have that part down. Use your <laughs> dang webcam Ooh. if you want, right? Just use your yep. webcam. Yep. It's fine. I watch plenty of podcasts. Like I said, that are you just can webcams. B-roll the whole thing. You can completely B-roll the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, but please it's don't. Still better. <laughs> but please don't. Yeah, I, I was. I would say don't. But yes, it is still better than nothing. And you mentioned something very, very true. And this is so true. And I know this for a fact just because, again, of Baba. I'm like Bob's. Who home? Right? Is Emma home from school, or you know, my sister in law Nana is she home? And then she's like, no, just me and Moy. <laughs> I just laugh because Moy's on the TV, but. To her, she's not at home by herself. It's her, Moy, and our dog, Osaka, right? So she's sitting there, you know, dogs dogs outside the screen looking at the TV too, right? So it just doesn't feel like she's at home. So she can be in the kitchen, you know, doing whatever she's doing, you know, making a, a mean roast pork, by the way. And to her, Moy is talking to her. She's not at home by herself. And Mr. Paul Duncan says it perfectly in the chat. You can't get better at something if you don't do something. So if you're worried that your video podcast isn't going to be good, well, it's never going to be good if you don't start doing it and start learning. Well, that kind of wraps things up for the video podcast because I know you need, we're on a time crunch because uh, Ecamm, Ken and Glenn, founders of Ecamm, the developers of Ecamm are going to be streaming a Q&A and we don't want to miss that. So real quick, Doc, there are some updates coming to RSS feeds 
I believe how I understand it. Podcasting yes. 2.0. There's a lot of noise around it, but kind of like in layman's terms, help us understand podcasting 2.0 and how this is going to affect podcasting going forward. Well, okay. So the, the way RSS feed really works was there's a series of tags that would let your RSS players know what's contained in a package, right? So imagine a, a episode is nicely packaged in a post on your blog. What we had to do back in the day was put the media tag or the podcast tag to let them know this is not just a video about me buying brand new socks at the Adidas store. This was a, included a podcast. So now there's an RSS tag item that includes live. So you can tell people when you're live, that can be part of an RSS, right? Which YouTube has always had, by the way, your YouTube channel actually has an RSS feed. Um, there's tags to allow for satellite streaming, which is dope. Um, there's tags to allow for credits now which is really cool because you can put the credits of the people who are helping you do your show and things like that. And one of the big ones, this is going to make a huge difference for people like you and I, we're going to get a GUID. Never mind what that means. It just means you're going to get a, like a social security number for your podcast. So when you go to move from platform to platform, it'd be much easier because you maintain that GUID. That is your ID card for your podcast. If you will, when I, instead of telling somebody to go search for the flow, which again, will give them like 17 different shows. Um, luckily we're the most active. So we're starting to, to climb the search on that. Um, you will, I can just give you something that links to the GUID and never worry about you not finding the right podcast, right? Not getting into mistakes. Also, here's a key one. Jared and I just told you this whole episode about why you shouldn't get into podcasting for money. <laughs> but Podcast 2.0 is getting a funding tag for the RSS feed that can be linked to Patreon, PayPal, buy me a coffee, whatever your favorite crypto bro of the moment thing is. And that's all going to be added in. So these are some of the things that people are working on. You can check out podcastindex.org to get like deeper dive on that. Um, but it's, it's coming and it, it finally, like we've been, the things that we're getting and there's more stuff than that. There's a lot yeah. more. I just gave you a couple. Um, the reason why we're getting those is podcasters have been screaming about this for about 19 years. <laughs> so it's finally getting an update and it's, it's kind of sad, but yeah, it's finally getting an update. And it's still it's kind of being developed and rolling out. So just stay on top of that. If you if you do have a podcast, and of course you probably are incorporating right now an RSS feed, unless you're audio on, unless you're video only on YouTube, just stay on top of that. Right? It's good news to be uh, it's good to be up to date on the latest podcast news and how it can affect your show for the better, or if it's for the worse, <laughs> so you stay away from it. But Doc, um, to wrap things up. I appreciate you coming on the show again, talking about video. Dude, I appreciate you for that chicken sandwich. I'm still thinking about that. Yeah. Thing. Doc was here last week. We <laughs> went, me and me, him and uh, Miss Diana Gladney went and got some chicken sandwiches at the Crack Shack, best name for a restaurant ever uh, in downtown San Diego. Best chicken sandwiches. So if you're ever in San Diego, go hit up the Crack Shack. They're super good. 
and that um, the Peter McKinnon coffee spot, James Coffee. I didn't yeah. try the Peter McKinnon bland, the bland, the brand. I wonder, is it bland? <laughs> but uh, we had whatever their pour over the day was, and it was freaking amazing. So if you're ever in Diego, go to James Coffee. Like it's not, it's not a. Um, like an influencer play. Yeah, it's actually really it's good. good. It's really good. Oh my god, that coffee! And if you like incredible. a little spice, the Mexican mocha. Oh man, that's man, good. Not now. I got to come back okay. just to try that because normally I go to Old Town to get a real deal Mexican drinking chocolate in Old Town. But yeah, never mind talking about saying. <laughs> um, thank you, Jay. This is super dope. Um, people, if I can tell you nothing else, man, just just do it. Like, let's say YouTube gets this completely wrong, you're not killing your podcast. You're just adding something right. to it that that might blow you up. And if it doesn't, you can continue to march on what you was already doing. So it's not that much extra work, and it's it's worth trying anyway. Because, like, yeah, all of the people that didn't take their old computer and mine Bitcoin, they're going, man, I wish I had started doing Bitcoin back in 2012. Well, Doc, thanks. I'll, I'll, see, I'll see you on the back end here in a minute, but I appreciate you coming on. I'll talk to you soon. Mahalo. Like Doc said, guys, you never know what episode that you launch is going to be the episode that kicks it off for you. So don't be afraid of incorporating video. I hope that you learned from this episode that video is the future of podcasting. It is here now. So start incorporating incorporating it now. Don't be intimidated. If you are, it, don't worry. There's plenty of uh, videos on YouTube to help you get better at it. If you want an easy way to record video, Check out Ecamm. It's what we use to live stream this and what I've always used to record every video version of this podcast. If you want to check it out, there's a link down in the description and a coupon code to save you some money if you end up wanting to purchase it, but they do have a free trial. So go check it out. And the best way to show your support, if you're watching live or you're watching the replay, make sure you give this a thumbs up, rate it an Apple podcast, give it a thumbs up emoji. And well, I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. See ya. See ya.